At this point, the Alter Rebbe has discussed 13 parakim on mitzvah b'lek avon ego b'lek neshama, the need for chayas in Yiddishkeit. And he finished off the last pedic with shuv liyachad, that you should never let the kavana override the emphasis on asiyah. Now he's going back to dira b'tachteinim, pedic lamad hei lamad vavad lamad zayim. The kasha that the Rebbe asked at the beginning of Perek Lamed Hay is basically, why did the Ebishter make that most Yidin are legalarik, he uses a lush, we're fighting with the Yitzhara, and we're going to spend the whole lives fighting with Yitzhara, we're never going to win, we're going to finish. Why did the Ebishter make it so hard? That's Perek Lamed Hay. And the Alta Rebbe said, because the Yagiya that we have, which we never conquered Yitzhara completely, is Mevarer the Nefesh Bahamas, the Guf. Until the whole world. This is how Pedic Lamed Hay and Lamed Zion talk. Dida betachtein. Tadinishame, you should take a win. You should kill the Yetahara once and for all. The fight should be over. And you should have Gilel Akus. But then there wouldn't be the beard of Nevisha Bahamas, Megufa Chalkibayel. And this is the Rebbe starts talking about the taste of his beard, Tevas La Sese. That's how Pedic Lamed Hay begins. Emphasis on La Sese. And he brought the Zoyhat. And the Zayar gives a posse, the the idea of you have to have fuel to feed in a shama. And he translates that this fuel means mitzvah samaisim teva. Right? The aid ha neid is the neshama, the lighter than the shama. To keep the aid in a shama, you have the shama, and the altarebbe says, the gavaldic of art, the pedic lamad hey, he says. A neshama is al kus. As connected as an Hashem is to Eibushter, even of a tzaddik gomer, even that Hashem beyiro be'ava betanugim, he uses the lashon yeish misha oyev. Even a tzaddik gomer is yeish misha oyev. How do you achieve a bittel that Eibushter completely through mitzvahs? There's no way a person would totally bottle that Eibushter until he's doing mitzvahs. So there's a convergence of two nekudos. One nekuda is the struggle that we have is mevarer on Eibushter. Bahamas agufa chelki be'elam, not just the neshama. And number two, as close as the neshama is to Hashem, mitzad being a neshama, it's yesh mishayim. Through the bittel of teda and mitzvahs, you have a bittel atzmi. But, if you have a bittel atzmi and teda, only your neshama is bittel to the eibishter, and you live with shamachshava. When you have this bittel to the eibishter and teda and mitzvahs, you mevatel also your nefeshavahamis and your guf, the levushim of dibar and maise, and the chalkebeil. And the term that he uses is shechina. You want to be mamshech shechina. Shechina means elokus. That's elokus beyetz. A neshama as bottle as it is as yesh mishayiv. When you do teira mitzvahs, you bring down shechina. This bittel that you have in putting aside your interest and doing lots in the alien brings down shechina. Through teira you bring it down shechina only to your machshava to your neshama, and through mitzvahs you bring down shechina also to go from the shemam zechol to be'elam. And this is why the avishta makes it hard. So we should be able to have this bittel. So now he's going to go back to talking about. Shechina. But keep in mind, what, what is the background? The background is that a neshama is very connected to the but yesh mishayim. True bittel is only through teira and through mitzvahs. But through teira you're bringing it down only to the mayach, and through mitzvahs you're bringing it down to the guf nefesh mamas Right? And what are you bringing down? The atmos of the lakus, which is called shechina. And this is the dira betachtainim half. In other words, we're now putting aside the whole idea of mitzvah b'lei kavona, guf b'lei neshama, and we're focusing on mitzvah. Not talking about Avas Hashem and Yiddish Hashem. We're talking about the idea that when you're doing a mitzvah, there's bittel. And because there's bittel, you're no longer Yashmish, you take a bottle of Atzim Talakus, and you mamshach the Atzim Talakus, which is called Shechina. Pedic Nanalav. And the first two Shiurim, that means Friday and Shabbos, is a mashal. It's probably the longest mashal in the whole of Tanya. Hine. 
We have to explain better the language, the expression of the Yenuka of the boy, mentioned in Lamed Hay, that you want the Shekhinah to come down. For this, it's not enough to have an Ishama, but you have to have the Bittal of Tayyid and Mitzvah, which is Mamshech Shekhinah. Says the Rebbe, We have to explain first, to explain just a little bit, Indian, the idea of Hashras Hashkina, this is the magic word, the manifestation of Shekhinah. That Jehoisa Shaila based Kedesh Akadoshim was resting in the Kedesh Akadoshim. The Chaymokhom Mokhom in every place. Hashras Hashkin and the Shkin rests. The Kashi is mine, Yone. What is the idea of the Hashras Hashkin in the base of Mikdash? What is the idea of the Hashras Hashkin in any place? When you learn Tayyidah and do a mitzvah, you bring it down the Shkin. Halemolakal Arad's Kevede. David's glory is all over. The Lay Sasar, Ponim and End, there's no place where Lakus is not. Now, there's a deal. Lachedi says, Molakal Arad's Kevede goes on Mamalakalam. Lachedi should have said, which goes on save it. But in Tanya, upon him, it's not so big deal. Bottom line is, Al-Kus is all over. So what do you mean you're bringing down Shekhin? And of course, the Teres is going to be Bittal and Gilei, but take your time. To explain this, you have to give a Moshe. Kedeksiv the Pasuk says, from my flesh, from my goof, my Gashmis, I could see godliness. So the human being's goof is going to become a Moshe for Seder Ishtalshalos. And by understanding the human being's goof, and its relationship with the Nishama, we're going to be able to understand this idea of Hashra's Hashkin. And I'll, I'll, I can't hold myself in, so I'll tell you the Nakuda that the place where the Shekhin rests is in the Mayach. This concept of Shekhin, which is an etzim of Elokus, is in the Mayach. And the Nimsh of the Mayach is going to be the Beis Amikdash, as you'll see in Perik Nun Gimel. But in the meantime, let's learn the Moshe. Okay, so let's put aside the relationship to Lamed Hay, Lamed Vav, Lamed Zayin. Let's put aside the relationship to what's going to follow in the Nath Beis and Gimel. Let's learn a Moshe of Nath Nerebim about the relationship between Nishama and Aguf. And he says as follows. Shekmei Nishma Sa'adam, the soul of a person. It's taket true that he mamala kol ramach evri aguf, it fills up all the 248 limbs of a human body from the head till the foot. But, Yafa Pekein at the same time, Iker Mashcheina Vahashra Asa, the primary place where it sits and where it rests, is in the brain. Now I want you to see the word hashro'o. The opposite of the word hashro'o is the word hislapshus. Hislapshus would mean gili and simtsum. Hashro'o would mean hamshacha and a gili without simtsum. So the key word here is hashro'o, like hashro'o sashchina. It says, Rebbe, hashro'o sibemech is in the brain. Now, but then, umehameach, from the brain, mispashetas, it expands, achalayavadam, to all the limbs. Bechalayavir, each limb, mekabo mimena, is receiving through the mind. Chayes v'keach, vitality and power, haro'oiloi, which is appropriate for that limb. Lefimizge, according to the mixture of that limb. Utchonasi, and the character of that limb. Ha'ayin lire is the eye to see. Ba'ayin l'shmoya, and the ear to hear. Va'apel, a dabit, and the mouth to speak. Va'araglayim l'haleich, and the feet to walk. Kinira b'chush, as we see in fact. We see in fact this idea that the whole neshama goes into the brain, and the brain is a distribution center. And an integration center, it's a nerve center, it feels the whole body and it governs and unifies the whole body. The brain feels everything that's happening. Everything that's happening with them. Why? Because the whole neshama goes into the mayach and the mayach is the distribution center. This idea that the neshama breaks up to be distinct and specific to each strength and each limb in the body. Each part of the body should be a different amount of chayes. The neshama in its essence and by itself is not divided up into ramach and shasa. Certainly not divided up into physical ramach and shasa. In other words, you cannot say about the neshama by itself 
that the essence of the neshama is mischalik l'ramachalokim sheinim divided up into 248 distinct parts that are mislapshin that are revealed. There's the word hislapshus, by the way, which is the opposite of the word hashra. But amach mekemis in 248 different parts of the body. Kefit siir chelke mekemis evdi aguf according to the form and the division of parts of the limbs of the body. Says the Rebbe, I want you to know the neshama goes into a guf, it splits. But the splitting of the neshama is not in the neshama by itself. Because if we were to say that the neshama in Ganeiden already has 248 visible distinct parts, it would turn out that the very essence of the neshama, the way it is in Ganeiden, is already already has a physical form. And an image and a gestalt. The difference between tzir, demus and tavnis is a very big question, but we'll leave it alone. According to the physical likeness of the body. You cannot say that a neshama in Ganeiden has pieces. Certainly not physical pieces. So the neshama is coming into the goof. When the neshama comes into the goof, two things we know. Number one, it's going into the brain. Number two, from the brain it's going to be distributed to the whole person. The proof is that the brain is aware of the whole body. But you should understand that the neshama as it went into the brain didn't have 613 parts, it was one. The division comes from the body. Although this is not so simple. Let's read it inside. Allah, but rather. Kula The entire neshama in Ganeiden is one essence. Again, the word essence is useless, but we'll use it anyway. Ruchni, that's spiritual. Pachat, that's plain. Umufshat, mkotsir, gashmi. Totally removed from any kind of physical form. Umebekhinas, geder. Umebekhinas, vegeder, mokem. And from the idea of spatial divisions. One of the aspects of the human body is that every piece of the body is in a different space, right? This pinky is here, and this ring finger is here, and this zetas is here, and so on and so forth. This etzpa is here, and this good, each one has a different space. You're going to there's no mokam. There's certainly no mokam gashm. So since there's no mokam gashm, you cannot say that the neshama has mokam divisions, or umidog vul gashmi, or a measure and a limitation that's physical, mitzad muhusa vatzmus, and the essence of the neshama. If you meet the neshama in its essence, you don't find any division of space, any division of physicality, any limitation of physicality. It's impossible to say that that in the essence of the neshama, by itself, as it is in Gan Eden, to say that there's more neshama in the brain, since if you would meet the neshama in Gan Eden, you would find that the essence of the neshama has no category and divisions of space or gvul and a limitation gashmi that's physical but rather the neshama is absolutely one and the neshama you know the moshafer is a circle no middle no beginning no end but then the neshama comes into the goof goes into the brain right the brain then distributes it into 613 parts the neshama that came into the brain is one and the brain is doing the distribution so I want you to know before the neshama came into the brain. And as the neshama is in the brain, it continues to be one. That sounds like a neshama in Ganeiden is absolutely without any detail whatsoever, right? Now we've given the other side of the coin, Rak, but there's another side of the coin. Another side of the coin is, There are actually 613 strengths and lives that are hidden in the essence of the neshama as a part of its unity. And this is where Mendele, there's a difference between the Ebishter and the neshama. Hashem creates the world. There's no world in the Ebishter, right? The neshama comes into the goof and divides up into 613 parts. The neshama and Ganeiden doesn't have 613 parts. Says the Rebbe, no. It doesn't and it does. The neshama and Ganeiden doesn't have actual 613 parts. It has possible 613 parts. The neshama is designed to be one and is also designed to eventually come into a goof. 
In other words, you shouldn't think, on the one hand, the neshama has no connection to goof and division. On the other hand, you have to say that the connection between the neshama and the goof is a pneumistic connection. The neshama has the possibility of going in a neshama way, in a pneumistic way into each limb. So he says the other side of this coin is, You have to say on the other hand, that the 613 strengths and vitalities, lives, included in the one neshama, to go out into actualization and revelation, from the hidden state, is to give life to Ramach, Eivid in Veshesach, Gidim the 248 limbs and its organs, the 365 veins, nerves, sinews, whatever the case may be of the body. By manifesting, first of all, in the animal soul. That also has 248 organs and 365 nerves and veins. And through the Nefesh Bahamis, the Nefesh HaLekis has a connection to the Guf. Now, I will say this to you. The Rebbe Al-Tarebbe here is talking on two sides of his mouth. On the one hand, he's saying, that the Neshama is plain. On the other hand, he's saying, it's not Mamish plain. The lambdas of this is, is a lambdas. But the bottom line is, that we're saying that the Neshama's entry into the Guf is a pneumistic entry. If the Neshama didn't have parts, when the Neshama enters the Guf, it's like electricity. There's no real union between the pinky and the chayas of the pinky. The Rebbe says, too hafchir. It's not like the Eibishter. The Eibishter is called Sev of Kalam. The Neshama is a Moshe from a Malek Kalam. The Neshama in Ganeidin is Takawan. But when it comes into the goof and it splits up, you see that it was designed to be able to go into the specific limbs of the body. So we're saying two hafchir. On the one hand, we're saying one. On the other hand, we're saying taka, it's pinimidis.